0: Previously on heritage. Next to him is your mom, uncontrollably sobbing. So you figured out those bad bad pills weren't working. Well I found some that will. What's happening? What's happening to me? Calvin!
1: You hear that? Show yourself, Demon! We do not have any other voices in this head. There's only four of us. For now at least. So that's it, huh? Like, you're just gonna up and be a bad guy. Just out of nowhere. It's a lot more complicated than that. Is it, though, Kylie? Like, seriously, what the hell? You just, you, like, hurt people. You don't have to do that. Calvin kisses her. What? He shouldn't trust her. He, He does, though.
0: And you see your dad there.
1: I am a very uncomfortable boy.
0: Will... Don't believe anything he says. I'm going to go out for a drive. Do you want to come with me? Come on, Will. There is an easy way to do things. Let's just do that and get paid and it'll be fine.
2: I, 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 I can't let you take, I can't let you take Trent.
0: You're going to do this to your, your old man.
2: I guess if you're going to do this to your son, how are you feeling?
0: I feel like I just... Slammed a whole bottle of Jager, um, dude. What were you even doing there? And then I got hit in the back of the head. So that there was a third. There was a third guy.
2: Yeah, I. I was wondering if you got a good look at him. I didn't.
3: Doug, we gotta go, bud. Um, I'll. Uh, what, what? What's going on? What do you? What? Doug, it's your granddad. Um, I'll, I'll. I'll explain on the way. It was you, and your family your mistakes that got you here, not mine. We're protecting the people, okay? From people like you. And you're just gonna come after us because you fucked up and your family's fucked up. Well, this is... This is unforgivable.
0: Stuff like this, it... It it weighs on me, too. I, I can't tell you how many people I I could have saved, how many situations I lay down and I... And I Replay over and over in my head and every time it's it's still the same Don't blame yourself for this and then he takes another big sip of his malt Thank you
3: For not giving up on me Thank you for teaching me How to be a hero I may not have done a good job today, but I promise I will Continue uh, my training grandpa. I Won't let this happen again I'm not gonna lose someone I love, again.
0: Doug, you're gonna do just fine. Just remember, don't ever run from danger. As Overmans, we rush into it. we see the town of Claremont, North Carolina. The stars are projectors, shining light down onto the trees with streetlights illuminating a thin fog hovering just above the buildings. On the border of Claremont, just a few exits south, we see an old red and white building with a flat top and a flickering neon sign reading, Jonah's Diner. Inside, we see checkered pattern flooring with a jukebox off to the side and black tables situated between plush red seats along the walls. In one of these booths near the back, sitting on either side of each other, we see Calvin and Kylie. They look cold, tired, and hungry, and yet happy as they exchange a glance. And then we see this older, soft and sweet woman approach the table, plucking a pen from her hair and pulling a notepad from her apron. Well, ain't you two just the cutest little thing? Can I get y'all started with some drinks? Maybe an appetizer? Um, uh, just some some water would be great, actually. Um, Kylie? I'll take a water, too. We're just going to keep looking at the menu, is that alright? And the lady just nods her head and says, "All right, just let me know if y'all need anything else." And she starts walking away to get you some waters. Kylie, Kylie, we gotta, we gotta. Why are we here? Like, why, we gotta keep going. We have to eat, Calvin. I mean, they, they could be. They
1: could, You don't think that you don't you don't you don't think that they're like coming to look look for us, right?
0: Like it's like they just let us go right they wouldn't oh god no they didn't let us go but we haven't seen any sign of them for the past day so I I think we're fine just to eat right now and that's not what I'm worried about but Calvin right now I'm worried about what we're gonna do after this and she kind of pulls out her pocketbook and you see her reach inside and pull out a large deck of cards and she starts fidgeting with them as she pulls out a little bit of money this right here is all that we've got so we need to figure out where we're going to go after this well, just order something you have to eat something uh, okay I, 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 uh, alright all that's fine and then we see this lady come up And she sets down the two glasses of water. Y'all sweethearts decide on anything? Uh, yes ma'am.
1: Calvin kind of... Sort of has a thousand mile stare for a second. Because he... He thinks about what he's about to order. And it makes him think of Chunk. And he just... He just misses Chunk already. And he goes um pancakes that'd be uh that'd be great yeah pan- pancakes please
0: alright you want any syrup on that
1: yeah all of it <laughs> literally
0: <laughs> alright I'll be sure to get you a fresh bottle and uh look over to Kylie and, and Kylie just same thing and she jots it down and she starts walking away uh, and you hear her calling out, we need two flappies on the dog. You can get them out. And just this incoherent, like code speak. And <laughs> Kylie looks at you and says, I know, um, I think, I know you don't want to hear this, Calvin, but I think we need to split up because I don't think your friends are going to want me at that tree house. And, and you can't go back to your house. Um. Um. They, they'll understand, guy. Uh, they, they, they'll understand.
1: I mean, they, like, they, they'll get it. You know, it's just. And as Calvin's speaking, the the water in front of him begins boiling and then freezing instantly, and then boiling again, and just up and down all over the place erratically. Uh, and he notices that, and he he starts to, he just he starts to rub his temples, and he goes, um. Look, I, uh, Kylie. I know we've we've talked about this. You're a good person. We've we've gone through this. They'll understand, Kylie. It's not you. It, it, there's, I just don't.
0: I don't know what to do. Do you really think that they'll be okay?
1: Well, Chunk loves
0: anybody. Chunk loves everything, literally. We have a machine
1: that makes everything at the at the treehouse right now, and he loves all of the no, things. No, I'm
0: not worried about him. I'm worried about Doug.
1: He... Weren't, weren't y'all's parents, like, friends or something?
0: Like, they would understand. As you say that, you look up, and behind the counter, there is a TV mounted on the wall, which is running the same story that maybe as you've been running you've seen on newspapers maybe in other restaurants you've seen the television and you haven't really gotten the full story you do know that Mr. America is dead but this news is telling the whole story of how Mr. America was killed and how it was Supra who did it and how Mr. America's grandson the Iron Defender took swift and immediate justice and you're both just watching this play out as you're watching this TV and waiting for your food and Kylie is gaunt um well uh that's That's new? That's, um... Uh...
1: Calvin just stares down at the table, too.
0: You feel... a rumble. And this glass of water that you've been changing the heat of begins to shake, and you hear plates and dishware begin to shake, and mugs are vibrating. Everything in this building is vibrating... And when you look at Kylie, she's clenching her head, and it looks like she's in a lot of pain, and everything is just shaking.
1: Calvin hugs Kylie. I guess uh, I, I can try to roll to su- comfort or support someone, right?
0: Yeah, let's do a roll.
1: That's a seven. Seven.
0: I think as you do that, everything starts to quiet down, and there are several people in this building just looking around, just confused, not sure what had happened. Kylie, I'm not going anywhere,
1: and maybe maybe when we get back yet, yeah, maybe it's not the best to go right away, and I'm sorry for what's happened i it's just not been a good few days
3: but
0: we can we can make this work listen i just can't shake the feeling that i'm bad for you but if if you'll indulge me and i know you don't believe in this stuff and you just think it's dumb but if you could just... Just pick one of these cards, and we'll see. And she splays out her tarot cards. Just just pick one, and we'll just see what it says, and I'll know what it means, and, and I'll know if it's a good idea for me to come with you or not. Uh, okay.
1: Uh, How many cards are laid out in
0: front of me? There are... 22 out in front of you. Okay.
1: I look around and I aim towards the middle and I pick the 11th card.
0: Okay. When you pick that up and you flip it towards you, it's almost confusing because it looks like it's upside down but the text reads plainly because the card that you've picked up is the reversed chariot and you're looking at this artwork and then you hear breaking news. This is Caleb Kalington with channel four news. I'm here with a major announcement update that I need to get out to the people. This is very important. And if you can please pay attention and listen closely and call in if, if you see anything now, here are two pictures of two individuals. These two missing children, they're needed their parents are looking for them and you see your face and you see Kylie's face if you have any information about where they might possibly be it would be wonderful if you could call and uh, that would be great if you could do that and this is Caleb which with Channel 4 News and you look to your left and you see holding two plates of pancakes this waiter is looking at the television and she turns slowly and she looks right at you too. Hi.
1: <laughs> Calvin turns to Steven <laughs> Okay. Would that be unleashing my powers or wielding? Yeah, unleashing my powers? Yeah. Okay. That's a 10.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so you transform. What are you doing?
1: I am going to look to Kylie and say, we got to get out of here, Kylie. Like, right now. And we need... I need you to... I know you can stop her on her tracks, and I know you can make people see what they need to see. So let's make this happen for now. But we can't stay here anymore.
0: I got it. And... She gets that look of concentration that you've seen on her. And everyone in this building just goes motionless. Their eyes are just glazed over.
1: And as that happens, the room sort of fills with, with sort of like an air, just like a wind sort of picking up. You see the papers like flying up in the background and everything. The doors fly open. You hear the bell of the front door like jingle a few times. And you see this sort of like misty hand And he goes, come with me, darling. And uh, he grabs for Kylie's hand, takes off out of the building.
2: That's sweet, by the way. Also, uh, I just want to say you described a red roof. Uh, What establishment is this? Jonah's Diner.
0: Oh okay, at least it's a home place. You know, like an old diner, kind of like a flat roof. Yeah, yeah, it's I'll, pretty small. I was just
2: making sure that uh, they weren't going to like Bob Evans or anything like that, because uh, Chunk's an IHOP guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, they weren't. They weren't cheating on, on
2: only Chuck. boomers go to Bob Evans. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. <laughs> Look, I just want to make sure that we're getting our characters right, season two, episode one. We've got some deep IHOP lore to uphold.
0: <laughs> You're right. I should have re listened to remember the IHOP lore. This should have been at an IHOP. I goofed. Start again. Start again. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> you see the most beautiful and pure building in IHOP. <laughs> the neon sign lights the sky and is a beacon of hope for you two as you approach.
3: <laughs> I need a healing. I need a healing. I need a healing.
2: Unfreaking believable.
0: We see Chunk looking normal. He looks so incredibly normal right now. Because he is just this boy sitting in front of a laptop playing Overwatch. And he's got his headset on and he's on a really nice couch as he's leaned over on this coffee table. And we move over a little to the left and sitting right next to him is Trent. Who is also playing this video game with him and they're both just trying to blast away this enemy and we see Chunk playing this game and there is this roadhog who just throws a hook and grabs him and pulls him and kills him real fast and it just says eliminated by mags
2: dude we need more killing power why is it every game the DPS man the DPS
0: I know I need to I need to just stop I really like Tank, but I just feel like I have no control over this situation. This game is just so ridiculous. We're just getting beat
2: up. That's it. Like we're putting pressure on the point, but no one else is following up with it.
0: Hmm. Uh. Sorry, what did you say? Huh? And when you look over, you see that Trent was just running into a wall in his video game because in his left hand, he was just checking his phone.
2: Trent, what are you doing? I'm sorry, uh, say that again? What? I said we're trying to put pressure on the point, but then no one follows up with it. Are, are you okay? Is something going on? Oh. Is it that girl?
0: No, it's it's not that girl. Um, No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here, and he tries to do what he can, but you see that he kind of keeps glancing down at his phone, and it's almost like, He's not kind of saying anything for a minute until he goes, um. I just. I don't know. I, I keep checking the news. I'm, ho- I'm hoping they're going to say something about finding that guy that broke in. Oh.
2: Yeah. Hey, how are your parents, by the way?
0: They're fine. Just a little shaken up. Um. Oh, oh! oh gosh, man, that guy again! And like the moment that he dies, he picks his phone back up and he kind of clicks it on and then clicks it right back off. Hey, do you like...
2: Do you want to talk about it?
0: Um. Yeah, I was kind of wanting to talk to you. Uh, I know... I know know your friends have been out of town and everything and I was... Well, I was kind of hoping that I could talk to you about this because I know y'all are superheroes and I was just wondering if maybe maybe you could, I don't know, do something. Try and find that guy. Just try and help me find the guy that broke into my house, man. Because y'all can, could, y'all could, you know, Doug, he's hes real strong and stuff. Like, don't you have, to, like, technology, ways you could maybe track him?
2: Shunk is... Like thousand yard stare, that whole conversation. Yeah, Trent. I um. I I I, I promise we'll look for him. We'll we'll get we'll get to the bottom of it, Trent. I I promise.
0: All right, man. I I appreciate it. I just, I just want to know who did it and why. And then. His phone vibrates, and he just immediately, just in the midst of the game, just picks it up and he clicks on it with sort of this hopeful face, and then it kind of drops. He says, "Oh, uh, I just got, I just got a news alert. Something about your buddy Doug. It looks like he's on his way back here or something." Uh, Doug's in town?
2: Oh, dude, I. Hey, I'm sorry, man. If if Doug's in town, I. I gotta go talk to him for a bit. It's been forever. And I I have to know how he's doing, but, but, um, and Chunk kind of starts like going towards the room and grabbing his stuff. Uh, he turns around, he says, Hey, if, if we find this guy, uh, when we find this guy, what, what are you wanting us to, to do to him?
0: I mean, do what you do with villains. From everything that I've heard, it sounds like your buddy Doug has the right idea.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the the right I, the right idea. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like what do you do with that Supro guy?
2: Yeah, that's that Supro guy. Uh. Uh hey. Oh wow that's doug uh hey trent i gotta go it's been it's been cool it's been cool hanging out with you let's uh yeah let's let's do it again sometime
0: yeah for sure and yeah once you go see your buddies just kind of you know tell them what i said and everything and you know tell them i'm sorry about everything and all oh, that. oh yeah
2: of course dude i can't wait to get you and calvin playing together he does
0: he play a good dps
2: he plays good DPS, man. It's like a load off. Okay. It's like a load off tank shoulders. But yeah, I'll will see you later, dude. And then chunks uh, chunks gonna look again at this article on his phone.
0: In comic book fashion, the next panel is. Mr. America's jet flying high in the sky and we slowly zoom into it. And as we go through the window of the plane, I couldn't think of your name, Adam. I could only think of the name Doug. Um, I am Doug. I am Doug. (laughs) Um, Douglas. Tell me. What is what does
3: this jet look like? What's on the inside? What's the scene that we're seeing here with Doug? You know, it is the camera, so to say. You just sort of go in and you sort of hear just wind. And as you go through the wall, you can hear like the engine of the jet. And as you enter through the wall, you just hear bump, 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 bump. And there's a disco ball and Doug's partying and he's got his pants off and he's got a tie around his head and he's totally wasted. Um, I'm just kidding. That's not what happened. Uh,
0: He's trying to lighten the mood. I was like, whoa, he's not as shaken up as I thought. I need to change. He's going rogue. He's going all my, rogue. All my plans are gone. I was basing him off of a sad duck.
3: As the camera pans into the the jet, uh, it's, it's a pretty... It's like a mid-sized personal jet. It's nothing too fancy. It's pretty uh te- technical technologically advanced. I kind of got a little bit of an image of like the X-Wing a little bit. Like it's it's real it's real cool like that, except it's red and blue. And it's got stars and stripes. And as you enter in uh, you, the inside of it, it, there's there's uh several sort of like rooms, so to say. So in the front there's a cockpit, then there's a room that uh there's like a a hollow board in the center where maybe the team would, would plan out an, a, a attacks and things when they're going for villains, and then there's, like, more of a seating area. And it's all dark, and Doug is sort of in the back of the plane. He's sitting, on a, he's sitting in a chair, and there's a big screen in front of him, and he's just he's watching his, his speech that he gave at his grandpa's funeral.
0: I imagine almost like we see Doug and it moves over and we see the TV and we go into that view out in the streets it is packed it is full of people and in the very middle of the main street there is a platform and on top of this platform is Doug's parents and his sister and the mayor of the town and the gadgeteer and we see Doug step up to the center to the podium
3: um hello I'm, I'm Doug Overman uh, Mr. America's grandson. And he looks over at his his mom, actually, looking for some assurance, maybe. Um, you hear her in your head. It's okay. The hardest part is to start. He looks back at the crowd, and it's just this, this sea of people, like he described. Kind of closes his eyes a little bit, uh, I want to thank everyone for coming today to celebrate the legacy of a true hero, Mr. America. (laughs) I tried to think of something to say here, and all I could think of were my last moments with him. We were getting ice cream. You know, like, last night I was up and I couldn't sleep and I was watching TV and this commercial came on for elderly and people on their way out and it was, it was a product that someone sold that could help boost your legacy for generations to come. And they were talking of, of money and things like that, but I couldn't, I couldn't help but think about my grandpa's legacy. And what he tried to accomplish as as Mr. America. He was a good man. He made mistakes like everyone does, but he tried his best to, to correct them and help people and and do right by everyone here in this city, this great city, Halcyon City. And in the end, all those good things he did, I, I think they'll be remembered. I think history will shine a good light on Mr. America. Yeah, I really do. But the legacy of heroes is different. It's, it's the memory of a great name, and it's the inheritance of a great example. And I have the best example there is. My grandpa. James Overman, Mr. America. But in recent days, I learned something. And you see Doug's hands are kind of gripping the podium a little bit tighter, They kind of white-knuckling a little bit, and then you see his eyes start to glow. But not, not the red that we've seen before when he uses his, his powers. They actually start to grow, glow purple and suddenly he starts to float a little bit and this purple aura surrounds him and his voice is no longer through the megaphone but it's boomed out for every, uh, everyone to hear. I've learned from my grandpa that sometimes the hard road is the right road. My grandpa let villains go and live and again and again they escaped And as he's saying this, his outfit is changing. He had normal clothes on and I think they start to change into his iron defender suit. But those villains, they they escape and, and they just do more harm and they keep hurting and they keep hurting and they never learn their lesson. And a good man died because of that. My grandpa, Mr. America. But his legacy will not die with him. And as he says that, his Iron Defender suit, uh, it goes purple and it starts to change again. And it turns red and blue. And his Iron Defender logo in the center turns into a giant star. And you see that it's the Mr. America outfit. And then suddenly, the whole podium, everything was sort of black and gray for, for the funeral. This purple aura bursts from Doug and everything turns red and blue. To celebrate uh, Mr. America rather than mourn. I will continue on to do good things. Good things for good people. And I will make those that wish to do harm onto the innocent suffer. I will not let them get away with the atrocities of the past. I will not let another good person die needlessly. And that's a promise. A promise that I make to you the good people of this world. And I have another promise. For those of you looking to pursue a life of evil, I promise this. There are no more second chances. I am Doug Overman, and I am Mr. America.
0: And we pull out back into this plane where we still see Doug sitting there, just expressionless, and he hits a button.
3: There are no more second chances. There are no more second chances. There are no more second chances. I am Doug Overman, and I am Mr. America.
0: We cut to the treehouse and we see the Froyo still incomplete and empty and in the back we see that elevator and going down it takes us into the treehouse where we see Calvin and Kylie what are y'all doing
1: uh, eating, kissing. Well, no, eating tongue. Is that what kissing sounds like? I actually feel yes.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I actually think that that Calvin and and uh, and Kylie are sitting at a table. Well, first off, let me ask you this: How is Kylie right now?
0: She seems really uncomfortable she's in this base and you know maybe you're trying to show her the food machine or you're trying to show her the cool room with all of the vehicles and it's like one arm is just kind of holding her elbow and she is smiling and responding more so just in sounds as opposed to talking she seems really just kind of withdrawn just sort of spaced out
1: so you see Calvin sit there and he he goes um oh there's there there's something in this other room hold on. I can I can go to the other room and um uh, just give me a second I'm gonna go I'm gonna go find what what it is that I'm looking for and I'll bring it right back and Calvin runs into like a separate room a little bit of ways away and when he enters the door he closes the door behind him and he goes uh, okay guys guys and in front of him Kelvin, Coolvin, Stonevin and Steven all rise up Ooh. and they all look at look at him and they, he goes oh, um Stonevin uh, how's it going good i i, I think uh, i think i think here's the thing you're you're being too soft with the situation you need to be a little bit harder with the situation. You know what I'm saying? No, no, man. You can't be, you can't be hard with the situation. You gotta be cool, man. You gotta be chill. You gotta let it all calm down. And then Kelvin steps in and he goes, Huh, that's ridiculous. You, what you do is you, is you you, light the match to your, your relationship. Look at what happened there. You, you two escaped. It was a daring, romantic escape. Together, you could be... Kelvin, please calm down. Calvin, listen we are all part of you it's just follow your gut, please you ask us too many questions and most of the time you ask us questions in the bathroom we're always in bathrooms why are we in a bathroom again Calvin, you have bedrooms here (laughs) um uh Calvin, I like what you said Chill, right? I I can be... I can be chill. Damn, it. You can be chill, kiddo. So, why don't you mosey on out there? And old cool will help you out. And all of them... All of them form back into Calvin. And he walks back outside with... Um... This clicker. And he... He says... <laughs> um... Hey, Kylie, uh, I thought I'd show you this. And he hits the clicker, and the room for the training room opens up. He says, You see that uh, burn mark on the wall over there? That was me. Pretty, uh, uh, cool, wouldn't you say?
0: Right? Kylie? Pretty... And you notice that she is not looking at you because she is looking towards the elevator and standing at the elevator is Chunk huh.
1: Chunk uh Ch- Cal- Calvin Uh. Chunk kylie calvin just runs and sprints and leaps and jumps and hugs chunk and when he chunks face doesn't change from worry and even
2: though he's in skinny form he's gonna kind of when you leap to hug him he's gonna grab you and put you behind him and enter like wide stance as wide as he can get in skinny form what are you doing here kylie no, 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 um. Did she lead you back to the base? No, no, uh, well. Ugh. You better get out of his head right now, or.
0: flip it. I'm not in, I'm not in his head, I'm not. You just flip, you flip what you
1: just said around, and you would be right
2: Chunk Yeah, Chunk's just looking back at you, and then he's looking over at Kylie, and he's just got that, a really perplexed look on his face.
1: So, um, I, I brought her here because we, um, got into a lot of stuff and we almost died. And, um, first off, missed you a bunch. Secondly, what? You almost died? um, Yeah. And you look terrible. Yeah. So. I'm Chunk's
2: just gonna pick up, hug Calvin,
1: and uh, um, yeah, you've lost a lot of weight, and um, so Kylie's not
0: bad, Chunk. And as you say that, you hear in that garage port. The sounds of it opening up. I'm gonna, Kylie.
2: I'm gonna, yeah. I'm just kind of frozen in hug form right now, like frozen because I'm like also pulling in the fact that Doug's getting here.
1: Kylie, Kylie, you gotta come over here.
0: Okay, okay. I, to- I told you this was a bad idea, Cal.
1: No, I... no, no. We gotta. Can can we can we hide her somewhere? Uh, chunky. Um, I don't know what to do, Chunk. I just brought her here because... I can just go. I can no, just no, no, go. No, 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 It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. It's it's completely normal, and... um, uh, I'm gonna... Chunk?
0: Uh, I'm gonna talk to Doug. Yeah. And then you're hearing the engine die down as you hear the sounds of this jet landing.
1: Man,
2: I, uh... Yeah, I guess I'll go over there for a second and, and try to, uh, uh, uh... talk to 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 Doug,
1: Kylie. Kylie, we can go to the kitchen for just a second. You hang out in here, um. And
2: yeah, good um, idea. I'll butter him up. I'll exa- get him. What, I'll get him like uh, good to talk.
1: Yeah, and then and then we can talk to him, Kylie. And uh,
0: you, you don't need to use any powers. And um, and then you hear the click of a door open. As Doug steps into the room.
3: Oh, hey Doug, how's it going? Hey, hey Doug. What do, what do I see exactly? Is Kylie hidden at all, or?
0: No, I think that they were talking about a plan. Okay. And so it's just all three. Like I think that Kylie is probably very close to the elevator because she had started to move towards that way, and then you just see Calvin and Chunk just huddled into each other's faces just whisper talking
1: and we we both slowly turn towards uh, Doug as he walks in
3: hey Hey. hi Doug Chunk, Kelvin oh god it's so good to w- Doug what is she hey. doing here um so
1: there is a really long story like a really. Ri- what
3: does uh, Kylie do when she sees me She...
0: She looks like she's about to throw up. She looks like she looked at you and just a grimace. And you locked eyes for just a split second and she's looking away.
3: She can't look at you. What is she doing here? And Doug starts to float a little bit. I'd like to say that I think... I think there's a different air around Doug where he was a little bit more laid back in like trying to be this superhero, like stance and posture. I think it's, it's different. Like it just happens a bit more naturally. Like whenever he floats, he's kind of got that like chest out a little bit, fist clenched, clenched uh, kind of look that all the really cool superheroes have. Like it just like, it's different. And I think when he floats up, he kind of gets like that little bit of a stance, He's, You know, he's only like a couple inches off the ground, but... And I think there's, maybe you even feel it, there's like an energy about him that wasn't there before. So, Doug, hey, um,
1: first off, great seeing you. Been a little bit. Um, I have been through the works. Let me tell you. Um, as you can see... You've been through the works? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, um, and I know you too have also been through some things as well, and I'm so Last hungry. time we
3: saw her, she tried to kill us. I, now yes, she's here. Yes. My hey guys, superhero sure hideout. Mm-hmm. Who oh. brought her here? What if
2: we ate
1: something? Yeah.
2: I, that's, a, let, hey, yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah,
1: we could eat. I am hungry. Are you hungry, Doug? I'm sure you're hungry. That's enough.
3: And he uh, slowly kind of floats over towards the three of you, and he gets a little closer to Kylie, and he just says. What are you doing here?
1: Kylie, show him.
0: Just show him. Doug, I need you to explain your new... Everyone leveled up. I need you to explain your level up before I continue.
3: Uh, Doug gets to take essentially a move from another playbook and... Cameron and I talked about it a little bit, and because Doug's mom is such a powerful psychic, he can sort of use the burns and a couple of the moves from the Nova playbook, which is what we're sort of classifying his mother as. Whereas Calvin is more elemental, uh, Doug is far more psychic. Um, think Jean Grey kind of thing. Just not nearly as powerful as his mother. Uh, it's a bit more basic. And he used one of the moves Worship, during the funeral to... As it says, display tremendous power to get respect and um, that purple aura and the energy that everyone feels, I think is that. After you screamed, you felt this hum.
0: And it seemed to intensify as you approached Kylie, who is still looking at the ground, not looking at you. And then you said what you said. Still not able to look you in the eye and you hear two things simultaneously and this is new to you because you're hearing her speak but you're also hearing her thoughts Calvin told me it would be fine to come here and I know we had our fight and I know you think I'm bad Calvin told me I'm not bad but what if I am? I promise, I don't want to cause any trouble. You killed him. So if you want me to just go, then I'll go. Would Super want me to avenge him? Could I kill Doug Overman? Doug, I'm- I'm sorry for what he did to your grandfather. And are you sorry for what you did to my father?
3: Could I speak to her telepathically, or can I only speak out loud? Uh, I think you could. One or the other kind of thing?
2: Mm.
0: Well, yeah, one or the other. I'm wondering if you're a powerful enough psychic to talk. I think you are. Yeah. Yeah, I think you are.
3: Do you want me to roll for it?
0: Uh, Or is it just a thing? Yeah,
3: roll for it. Unleash your powers. Plus freak. Uh, that is a seven. Mixed success.
0: Alright, what do you say?
3: Your dad wasn't a good person. He's hurt people. A lot of people. He's killed. And he killed my grandpa. I think I did have to kill him. Otherwise he'd just keep hurting. I'm sorry. It's a choice I made, and I'll live with it for my entire life, but... Too many good people get hurt, and it needs to stop.
0: So you were able to do it, but the effect is unstable. When you said that you had to do it, you felt that hum intensify, and... Everything in the treehouse begins to shake. And Kylie looks into your eyes, confused as to why she's hearing you in her head. And you hear her own confused thoughts. What? Is he in my head? Are you in my head? No one is allowed in here. I can't let anyone in. And you're just hearing her talk more rapidly this just sort of confusion and she's talking about how much she hates her dad how much she hates her mom how much she wanted to know supra but how much she knows that he was a bad person and how much she thinks that she is a bad person and how she can't escape that and that just starts to bubble and speed up and just get rapid and then everything goes quiet and then just this force of energy is just pulsed all throughout the treehouse and everything is just vibrating and shaking and she collapses down onto the floor and she's holding her head and she is just screaming. What do you do?
1: That's for anybody. Calvin runs over to her. I had... Oh, geez.
3: Okay, sorry. Oh, go ahead. What were you going to do? Before the explosion happens and she's like freaking out, Doug... Hugs her and says, You're not your parents. I'm not my grandpa. We can start our own legacies.
0: You see Doug hug Kylie. How do you feel, Calvin?
1: You can feel heat emanating off of Calvin, as what was a panicked look on his face has now become a complete. He's become completely focused on the two of them. And you can feel the heat emanating from him. On the ground, ice is starting to crack. Stone is starting to jut around the ground. Wind is starting to pick up. And he feels every one of his emotions. Oh, damn. Hey, did she, did he just hug her? Why, but, no, it's, uh, we, we, we're, we're the fire and the heart. That is, <laughs> why, why, we, we protect her, we, we saved her. We were the, we were the wind beneath her wings. Well, maybe, uh, maybe she, maybe, you know, maybe he's just helping her. Are, are you kidding me? He's not helping her! He's... He's... He's trying to court her! Don't you see it? He's trying to light the fire himself! Chill out, man. I'm just saying, like, maybe there's something to this. Maybe... Maybe he's just trying to protect all of us. Maybe, you know, he's our friend and... Or is he trying to... Put us oh. on ice? Oh, guys! This is awesome!
2: Like... Wow, this is not at all
1: how I imagined this one turning out. And you see right there, you see that our friend, our friend is even turning up on us now? How? What? what, Why? What's next? Calvin.
2: Calvin, isn't this? Calvin, isn't
0: this great? Chunk, when you look to Calvin and say that, you notice that he's at a standstill. His eyes vacant as he is looking towards kylie and doug wrapped in this embrace and then you see a smile of sorts a knotted facial expression impossible to read because it represents so many feelings and as he said you feel the elements bubbling around him the stone beneath him crunching a gust of wind a slight chill and a warm sensation and then you feel nauseous Doubling over, you see the ground which cracks under Calvin's feet as he lifts up, looking so small, curling in on himself. And then he erupts. This tremendous emerald fury bursts forth, engulfing him in a swirl of power that bends and swells, forming into a bubbling orb around his left hand before it wails out arcing towards the main room, blinding everyone's vision in a flash of green. And when this dies down, we see an incredible hole, right where the TV was and not a thing remains. The metal walls corroded away, a tunnel of dirt behind it, spanning as far as the light can see. And then we see Calvin Suspended in the air with a tired look in his eyes. His mouth moves and breath escapes as he crumples to the floor.